Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Shea Kamrichka, and this is Two Temples, the podcast providing a platform for guests to talk about their psychedelic experiences. We discuss how these experiences have helped us learn lessons and overcome personal issues. My goal is to help end the stigma surrounding psychedelics. You can help by sharing this podcast with your friends and on social media. I believe we can undo the decades of lies about psychedelics and expose their healing potential by sharing story after story until the truth is undeniable. Today's guest is Mauro. He's a 24-year-old vocational nurse from California. I'm going to throw an explicit rating on this one. The conversation got pretty wild and there's a bit more swearing than usual. We talk about DMT, ego death, ancient civilizations, going to an orgy on acid, and much more. If you have a comment or anything you'd like to share on the podcast, please email me at twotemplespodcast at gmail.com. You can also contact me through the Facebook page and Instagram. Two Temples is now on most podcast platforms, so make sure to show some love on whatever app you're listening on. Thanks, and enjoy. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing, man? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Can you hear me good? I'm trying out a new pair of headphones. Yeah, I'm going to put on some headphones right now. I'm, uh, I'm going to go to my second living room real quick. Okay, no worries. So what's up, man? Oh, how's uh, life? Oh, good. I'm uh, laid off now, so i got a little more oh, okay. time to actually do this. Uh, what did you do before that, before COVID? Um, well, <clears throat> I didn't get laid off because of COVID, but I'm a okay. heavy equipment operator, so I was working construction. Okay. That's tight. Yeah, we were actually really busy this year, and I don't know, I found it hard near the end of the year to uh, find time to actually talk to people for the podcast, so it's been a while. Yeah. It feels good to actually yeah. do this again. I'm pretty excited. I've never done anything like this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anyone really to talk about psychedelics like that. Well, Everyone that's kind what of, like, kind of makes away over here. Yeah, that's what makes it fun is that like you don't get to have these conversations very often, especially not yeah. like, long form. You know, you might get to talk yeah. for a couple minutes about it, but not for an hour, not for a couple hours. Yeah, for sure. So, have you been working through all this COVID stuff? Yeah, I'm actually a vocational nurse. Okay. So I've been like. Directly affected with COVID. Has that made you guys, or made you busier, or has it sort of made it so that honestly, you get a little more time off? Honestly, like I, I've been working like a lot because I I come from I'm first gen. I have no family here. Oh really? So like yeah. So I mean, we came here with I, I was born here, but like we came here with nothing. Like I remember. No electricity in the studio apartment. Me, my sister, and my mom. Just the three of us, like, sleeping on the floor. Wow. Like, yeah, like, I remember, like, it was always good, though. Like, it was always love. We never need anything. That's why I don't have, like, a big, like, I'm not big on material things. Like, I don't care about none of that. Yeah, I'm more so sentimental. That's good. Yeah, the thing too, like, it's, it's really made me callous because, like, I moved differently than a lot of my peers. I'm 24, and like everyone else my age, like, they're also sheltered and babied by their parents. Like, I never had anybody looking after me like that. Yeah. Like, I never, I never had a father. Like, my mom didn't speak English. Like, so I was like, I had to do everything for myself. And I was born here, went to Mexico for like two years, and I came back around three. Okay. Uh, that's when I started, like, like, Spanish is my first language. That's when I started learning, learning English. I started watching, like, cartoons. I remember watching Power Rangers. That shit, that's what gave me my English. That's my base right there. The Power Rangers? Yeah. Watching, that's like, cool. watching like, the cartoons, like, on Tsunami and stuff as a kid. You know, four years old. Teenage Mutant <laughs> Turtles. 
uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Hell yeah. Send it back to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So, you tripped last night. What was that about? Dude. <laughs> Let me tell you. I have been depressed for the longest while. And I never understood why. And I had a conversation with this girl, like, a couple months ago. And she's a mom. She's 30. She's fucking bad. Like, she's hot as fuck. <laughs> she has, like, three kids. She's, she's divorced. She's been married for, like, 12 years. She's so... Oh, wow. She's just divorcing, yeah. And she's a hoe, honestly. Like, she's hot as fuck, <laughs> but she's a fucking hoe. And, like... It's, I'm very sexually attracted to her, but I have no intentions of being with her, like, at all. I'm very blunt. I told her straight up, like, I know you, you might not feel me, but I know you're attracted to me too. Right. So I'm gonna tell you straight up, I, I do not see a future with you at all. Like, I only see you as a friend, but if you're ever down, I'm down. Right. And, like, that, like, this chick is a, like, she's eight and nine, ten to most people. Like, I did not have these balls a year ago. <laughs> You're talking to, to someone like this, you know, like that. Right. Like, I'm average, honestly. Looks-wise, I can't say I'm, like, the most attractive guy. But I know I got balls compared to my peers. So, yeah. so you think, like, psychedelics sort of gave you that confidence? Or, like, the... Oh, so let me, let me go back to it. So, I was talking to this chick named Angelina. She was... She's like kind of like giving me like some reflection on my life. I've never really like liked talking about my feelings. But I feel like my thing is like things are gonna happen no matter what. You're the only thing you can react or the only thing you have control over is how you react to them. You know what I mean? Like life and death is always gonna happen. You have no control over that. So why stress over it? Yeah. But for before, sure. before before psychedelics, so like I just had this, this dread like something is gonna happen, like something bad's gonna happen, and oh, it was always there. Like, like, I don't know like what it was. Like, there was always this big dread, and I had no idea what it was. But I, I felt so lost for a long while. And like a year ago, finally, the first time I took psychedelics was at a rave escape. Um, October. It was Halloween. Around Halloween. <laughs> I took, I, I took um, LSD for the first time. And that shit opened up my mind completely. Like, Was it an ego death experience? Honestly, it it wasn't like super intense. It it was just like the first few hours, I was just like, man, I wish I wish I would have taken Molly instead. Like, this oh, isn't really? what I thought it was. <laughs> like, I, it was just kind of whack. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I feel cool and all, but like, it's it's whatever, you know. I, I'm really headspace right now, but that's about it. That's funny because anytime then, I've taken Molly, I I thought, well, I should have just taken acid instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my first time though. Right, so, yeah. So, you know, a couple of hours in, like, I'm talking to my friends. This, is, this one girl that I fucked from one of our friends, I just met her a few months ago at a heart center. I don't know if you're into raves. I've uh, never been to one. Dude, you should go to them. They're so fun. Everyone's so nice because everybody's on drugs. My old lady wants to bring me to one because she used to go to them when she was younger. Trust me, like, everybody is in their own world. Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, once you're having your own time, and then once you come off of that and realize everyone else is having their own time, it's like whole ass interaction. <laughs> it's, it, I don't know. It's just fucking, I love it. I love the energy there. I love meeting people. Yeah. And it's not and like the same that. as 
it's not the same as like a bar situation where like people are drunk and right, right. Looking That's what I thought people like. Yeah, yeah. People like people like oh, I don't go to raves or something. I think I'm like, dude. Honestly, like clubs, people get drunk, people get nasty. Like raves, people are just like they're gonna have fun. They're not trying to like get into some shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks I fun know. to me, but yeah, and there's there's so many people there. Like, there's no reason to be tripping off of one girl, you know, in one little area when you have like three whole ass venues, different sets going on, different types of music. Yeah, yeah, you know, it sounds super you're cool. You're bound to find something that you like. You know, I, I'm, I'm super into rap music. I like my music and lyrics, but, like, I still, even when I'm on drugs, like, I, I, I'm having a great time feeling everybody else's energy. I'll be honest with you, fuck it. Do you still like lyrics while you're tripping, though? Me? Like, like, I've never had, like, I'm weird with psychedelics. I've taken massive amounts, but I, I don't think I've experienced an ego death like people describe it. Okay. But um have you I felt like all... that connection with the universe or have you felt like one with yeah. oh, everything? Dude. Okay. I gotta tell you this story. So I went to Anaheim, I was going to an orgy party. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Alright, so alright. I was I was on Reddit and there's a post for an orgy party, like they have an OnlyFans and everything. <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole website. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah, so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go to an orgy party. <laughs> so I just recently got a DUI. I was, um, I had stopped in the fast lane at like 2 in the morning because my tire popped. And like, I was just so out of it, I was changing it in the fast lane. And a car pulled up next to me and was like, dude, like, what the fuck, you're on the freeway, get off the road, like, someone's gonna hit you, you know? Right. So we had to like, they had to drive my car to the shoulder because I was so fucked up. And then they called THP on me. And then, like, see if she pulled up when I was changing my tires. So I got a DUI recently. So, like, I was, I was fucking afraid. Cause I'm in Anaheim. I don't know anybody. Like, I'm by myself. I came all, I drove four or five hours by myself just to, like, come up. Cause, you know, no one's gonna fucking go with me to this. Like, everyone's fucking lame. <laughs> and so, I go to Anaheim and it's in, like, this hotel. So I guess, like, the host, they rent out a room. It's, like, a little, like, loft type hotel. So there's, like, Two floors that people are just walking everywhere. Um, so I get to the, I get to the hotel at like 9 p.m. But you can't park there because you can Disneyland. So they have like whole ass hotels, you know. So I'm like, fuck! Like I just took my LSD, I just <laughs> smoked the blunt, and I I have liquid, so I accidentally took too much. Like I I spit it out because it was so much. Oh damn! I just yeah. took five drops. A few weeks ago, oh, I guess a couple months ago, and <clears throat> like while I was tripping, I was like, I hope that was only like five drops, because like I wasn't looking at it, I was going by feel, but I can totally see how you could like do too much liquid. And for me, because like because my DUI, like if someone were, if the cops were to like pull up on me out of nowhere and while I'm taking that, you know, that's just kind of weird. Like once they start asking you shit, like I was just freaking out, and you're like, once you start tripping. You know, like, your, your headspace goes to different directions, like a million directions. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not process, it goes to a million directions, so I'm just like, fuck, like, I'm fucking scared. And so I don't know, I don't know how much I take. I, I know the come up is gonna be a lot more intense because it's liquid, it's not, it's not tapping or anything. Yeah. And like, right away within like 10, 15 minutes, I start like, start getting with some visuals, and I'm driving at this point, so I'm like, fuck, they tell me I, you can't park here. 
I was like, fuck, if, if a cop pulls up, the dog's gonna move, and I'm like, I can't even talk to them, they're gonna be like, what the fuck, you mean? Like, they're gonna see that. So I'm like, fucking scared at this point. So I'm driving for like 10, 15 minutes, I finally find a spot to park, and like, a few, a few cars ahead of me, I see that these black people, like, just looking inside of cars, or, I'm not, not looking inside of cars, I'm looking inside of a specific car, like, with the flashlight on. I don't know if they were trying to check if, like, there's some shit in there, or if they were making sure, like, none of their shit was visible. Right. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what's going on. But I park, and I just get fucking scared, dude, because, like, I have nobody protecting me here. Like, I, I don't know Anaheim. I didn't know he was using that time. Like, I didn't research or anything, you know? So I was like, fuck, like, I, I'm in, I'm in a, no man's land right now. <laughs> so, I just start meditating. I, I just sit in my car and start meditating. I'm fucking scared. Like, I don't know what else to do. And I just reached Nirvana, dude. Like, I honestly felt like, like I felt God, bro. Yeah. Like, How long were you least, sitting in your car for? At least four hours. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, was the the whole event over by then? Or? No, like okay, so my phone is dying. I this is after a five hour drive. Okay. My phone's on like you know probably twenty percent maybe. So where I go, I I, I call an Uber because obviously I can't drive. I'm not gonna risk it. Yeah. And so the guy's pretty young. He's an Indian guy. And like I'm just fucking I'm tripping balls still. <laughs> so I tell him everything. I'm like, dude, like. I know like a lot about your culture and that's just fucking crazy. <laughs> and he was all into it. He's like, Oh yeah, I got friends that like are really into it. He was super into it. I told him about the origin and everything. And he's just like, dude, you're fucking lit and I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm texting this one chick that I met, like she she knows the host. I don't know how they know each other, but like I met her through like because the host does like these things, like she'll like post up some girls and then like the guys will like pay like five bucks and then she'll like give the guy like Snapchat or phone number or whatever. Okay. And like you can like meet the girl before you even fuck them. So it's cool, like Crazy. This chick's pretty cool. So I was alright. But she didn't she ended up not going because she had to work or something and like her mom or her car was fucked up and her mom she didn't want to take her mom's car to like orgy. And she was like, Yeah, I'm cool, I can't go today but she was looking out for me, like she had her her friend who was like gonna fuck like make sure that I if she got there, but she was fucking mad that she had a good <laughs> so obviously she don't fucking know me. You yeah, know, like, who gives a fuck about me? She don't know me. <laughs> so, I finally get there, and I'm just like, I feel fucking great. It's like two in the morning, but everybody's fucking leaving at this point. So, I'm just like, uh, whatever, does anyone have a charger? Because I, I have no <laughs> idea where I'm at. I don't know where my car is at. I, I, I had enough sense to, like, screenshot exactly where I was at, where my Uber picked me up, and to memorize the address. So I could, like, at least ask for directions. So, I ended up walking for 10 hours around Anaheim after just to find my car. And, dude, I did not have anything on me. I did not have my wallet. I did not have my my ID. I didn't have anything except my keys and my phone. Because, you know, it's an orgy. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to leave my shit around like that. Well, yeah. Probably better that you didn't have those. There's more things to lose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no one was like, there was no nothing shady going on. Like, everyone was like normal people. No, I don't mean it like that. I just you're yeah, on yeah, acid, yeah. super easy to lose. Yeah, yeah, like, right. I I go from the washroom to my bed with like a couple things in my hand, like, and I'll like lose my uh, my vape pen by the time I like lay down. 
like, fuck, yeah. where'd it go? You know, so. Yeah, like that. I remember one of my first few trips, I was, uh, like, I'm just, I'm just so fucking braided sometimes when I trip. <laughs> like, I, I'll be, like, just grinding up my weed for no reason. Just because I'm like, why are you? <laughs> no, it's because I'm just like, well, I want it to be grinder for later, but, like, I already have hella fucking weed in there <laughs> in my grinder. So, like, huh. yeah, I'm just, like, overstuffing my grinder just, just to clear, just to crap, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be prepared. Yeah, exactly. See, where, where was that going with my story? The Anaheim story? Or was uh, sorry, uh, you didn't have your phone or your key, or your, uh, or you had your phone and your keys, but no wallet or anything, and you're looking for your car. Alright, so I, I meet this guy at the orgy, like, he's very handsome, he looks like a model, honestly, and he had a pretty bad dick, like, I know homo, this guy had a porn star dick. <laughs> and, like, he told me to up, though, like, he told me, like, yo, like, stick with me, I got you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you back to your car, and, like, I'm straight though. I'm like, oh, me too. And he was like, cool. So, like, he ends up fucking the host. Like, he ends up staying longer than everyone else. And then the other chick that's co-hosting, she was kicking everybody out. She was being kind of a bitch about it too, but, you know, I guess I understand, like, you don't know these people, so I can fuck out, you know? Yeah. So, I was like, okay, cool. Is it cool if I meditate in while I wait for this food to finish? Cause, like, it's not, like, I didn't come with this dude, but, like, he told me to, like, leave with them. And she was like, that's on you and them. Like, you gotta ask them. I was like, alright, well, is it cool if I meditate upstairs? Like, while they finish? She's like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just fucking meditating and they, I'm just hearing sex noises at the bottom. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. This is really distracting, but I feel fucking great at this point, so. So I end up leaving and then, like, nobody can give me straight directions because it's not like, like, I don't know how to explain it. it it's, the, the block is like halfway a freeway and then halfway a street. So you have to like, Go all the way around. You can't just cut through because there's like trailer parks to it. Okay. But they're like locked. They're like gated in, so I couldn't get through to get to the small street where my car was at. So I had to like go around like twice, and like it was a whole last ten hours. I, I remember like <laughs> seeing the same place like twice. I was like, man, I'm so close. I it's so familiar, but I have no idea where it's at. <laughs> and they, these people keep giving me directions, but it's not the right way. Like it's I'm close, but like I don't know where I'm at. And this is like three, four in the morning, so I can't even be asking people for directions, you know, like everyone's inside, it's COVID. And most people, like, when they are out, it's not like to be out, you know, most people are just out to like go to work, or whatever. So I didn't really have that many people to interact with. And I didn't have a mask on, so I couldn't even like go into like, uh, like shops or anything. I went to 7 Eleven, but this guy was a fucking asshole. He wouldn't even fucking talk to me. Like, all I wanted was directions, and this was like, no, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, bitch, I know you got a fucking phone, just pull it out, give me directions, that's all I want. Like, he was even being a fucking asshole about it, I was like, alright, whatever then, bitch, like, <laughs> you did, <laughs> whatever. So how long did it take to actually find your car? Ten hours, dude. I didn't get back to it till like, ten in the morning, I got walked so fucking much. I was just fucking, like, dead, like, but I felt fucking great, and then I had a raid, the, like, the day... Like, not the same day. So I, I ended up not even, like, sleeping, basically. It was already 10 in the morning, so I was like, alright, fuck it, I've already walked this much, like, uh, I'll just get breakfast. Like, I'm low-key, like, I'll, I'll like, kind of sell some shit here and there. Okay. So I have, like, some people, like, in, um, in LA that I met, like, the Rage, so, like, whenever I go down there, I'm like, hey, like, I'm down here here, like, you need an order. So, I have, this is one guy that I, I, he's pretty consistent, like, Every time I go by, I'll like go see him and like he'll buy some shrooms or like you know see like you know whatever. Huh? 
And so I go and see him and we start talking and I tell him everything and I'm just like, dude, I just feel like, like I, like I know my purpose in life. Like I know my mission. And like I know that I walk with God. Like with everything that I do. After that day. Like I'm just so, so certain. Do you believe in like a specific God or just do you use God as sort of? You know what? Parent? I, I, I told, when I got to the orgy, I told everyone, like, what I had experienced. And I, someone asked me the same thing, like, which God, like, like, Jesus God? And I'm like, I said, God. Like, that, that's, that's my answer. Whenever someone tells me, like, well, which God? Like, whatever you believe, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Like, whoever your personal God is, like, you know who I'm talking about. I don't gotta say it. Like, I don't need to, like, be exactly specific what it is. Like, you just, you I, mean the creator or whatever? Yeah, like the like, supreme, like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was just wondering if it, like, had sort of pointed you to a, a specific religion, religion? Like, like Buddhism. No. Like, Buddhism really resonates with me the more I read about it, but I wouldn't consider too, myself honestly. a Buddhist. There's, there's this one faith called the Baha'i faith. Baha'i? It's a uh, Native American, so I'm Mexican. Okay. Um, uh, my mom, from my mom's side, I'm like, Central Mexico. I'm not sure specifically where we're from, but from what I've researched, it's like, like, where the Aztecs had their lands, like, this would be like Aztec territory. Okay. I actually had a dream about the Aztec, or, <clears throat> I can't exactly remember how it was, but I was like following this girl as she was playing music and like singing, and then we got to like this big weird tree, and then she told me, or somebody told me, that it's like, that's the Aztecs eating a Mayan fruit or something. Dude. Something along those lines. And like, usually I don't dream, but that, like, I remember that. It's so, it's so weird. Yeah. But I, anyway, honestly, continue. <laughs> I, I can never, I can never remember my dreams. Like, I get so frustrated, but I think it's because, like, my mind's so polluted with, like, the internet. Yeah. I've been trying possible. to, like, detox myself from, like, from social media. Like, I deleted my Facebook for a while. Like, I don't, I hardly use Snapchat or Instagram. I, I, put timers on my phone for 15 minutes a day and so like I don't spend like hours on it yeah like I'm trying to like I'm trying to distance myself from all this technology like this shit is not not like how to live life no. people like when I when I talk about like doing drugs you're like oh like how can you be doing that and I'm just like how how can you be drinking every every weekend you know like how how can you say like you're cool with that entering your body but not psychedelics like I I've never been angry I've never been sad when I take psychedelics. No, it, unless it, it, like, it, unless it's an outside source causing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if yeah. you're sad or sad, yeah. Like, I, I never like get depressed to think, man, I'm gonna take a trip, and I'm gonna take a trip to like to, to go into a fantasy world where like nothing matters. Like, nah, like. Yeah, it's I not trip. an escape. Yeah, I, I trip because like. I get a lot of introspection on myself every time that I do. Like, I, I think about a lot. My first trip, like, I, I had such difficulty talking to women. It got to a point where even alcohol didn't help. Like, I would go out to clubs. These bitches would just be, like, stuck up as fuck. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm 24. I'm a fucking nurse. I have a lot of shit going for myself. And I'm not that, like, I'm I'm not ugly. I'm, I'm pretty decent looking. Right. I'm just like, what the fuck, you know? Like, we're all here to have fun, so why are you being, like, stuck up? Yeah. But, you know, it's, no one ever owes you anything, like, 
I mean, those are all mentality to have. You should go out to just have fun, not to be like creeping on those. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that sure. was so that was my bad. But <laughs> still, <though. laughs> but uh, where is it going with this? Okay, uh, so yeah, so for a while, like alcohol was helping me. Like I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll keep trying, I'll keep trying. And then after a while, it was like, damn, like even the alcohol is out. Like <laughs> I'll just like fuck these bitches. And it just got to a point where like I just kind of started. Uh, like isolating myself from a lot of people just because like I I know BS is you know like I've, I've had to like learn a lot faster than most people so I can like just tell with people like if the energy's off I can feel it right away could you uh, before tripping? Like, 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 or before like uh, oh like yeah, experiencing before? yeah no, like could you see past that bullshit? no because like for my, I, I didn't even know myself. Like, I didn't know what I was bullshitting. I didn't know what I stood for. Oh, okay. I didn't, like, I didn't have, like, morals like that. I didn't have, like, like, I never thought about any of this shit. And, you know, my thing is, like, growing up fatherless, it's things that I, that most kids would probably take note from their dads. Like, you know, like, who they want to be, like, what they want to be. Like, I never had anyone to really, like, look up to like that. Like, I have no really, like, positive no role model. Like, my brother is 40, and this was, like, cheating on his fucking wife with, like, two other girls. She has, like, five kids, different baby mamas. And this dude makes, like, a good amount of money. He makes, like, 6000 plus a month. And, like, this fool's addicted to opioids for so, so long. Yeah. But he's barely getting off of it because he had to. Like, this dude got deported, so, like, he, his supply got cut. So, like, he's coming off of it, like, maybe, like, a month or so. Yeah, so I told him straight up, like, dude, like, I've always been there for you. I've never asked you for anything. I've never asked anybody for anything. You guys are the ones that ask me. And I'll just tell you, yeah, I'm your baby brother. I need someone to look up to. You need to man the fuck up. Man, that's your pills. And he was like, no, you're right. Like, I'm going to change my life. And I'm like, well, I hope you do because, like, I got no one to look up to. I've, like, I've never had anybody to look up to. Like, I really hope those words, like, hit him because, like, you know, like, you gotta grow up at some point. Yeah. Was this just recently? This is recently. This is like a week ago. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, my brother's like, this fool is manipulative. Like, he's caught cases before. Like, domestic abuse cases, drug charges. Like, he used to run with, like, the gangs that are here in my city. Like, the main one. Yeah. I used to run with those. But, like, he's, I mean, he's always had money, you know? Even when I was a kid, like, I remember he'd always had different cars, like, nice cars. Like, he wasn't really struggling like that. But, like, he learned way later than I did is that friends don't got you. Like, no one saw it like that, you know? Like, his wife is fucking solid. Like, that bitch held it down when this was at the point and they're right, still yeah. together? Or? Yeah, they're still together. Yeah. And this would have not deserved her. She's fucking bad. <laughs> this would have not deserved her, honestly. So, is he going to be coming back to the States then? Or? He'll be coming back because, like, he got... The reason... So, he got raided. He he sold, like, a, these uh, press pills. And those are seen, like, a lot worse than regular pills. Because, like, fentanyl is, like, a big thing. So, like... When they're pressed like that, like they're they're getting like federal charges because like that will kill somebody. It's not like it's regular like opioids where like it's 
you know, do at your own risk. These are like fake pills they're deliberately selling somebody. Uh-huh. So he got raided and he found an unmarked gun, but it was his friend's gun, so his friend copped for it. So his charges got dropped, but he still got deported. So I don't know what he's going to do with that. But he's coming back. Huh. <laughs> um, Has we'll he done any? I'm, Has he done any psychedelic? I'm trying to get him to. I told him, I told him, like, dude, he's scared too because, like, he's just coming off of an addiction. And this is a 20 year addiction. It wasn't, like, recent thing. Like, he's been on these for a while. He was taking so much, dude. Like, if I were to take a quarter, or not even a quarter, but a third of what he would take in a day, I'd probably die with the first dose. Yeah. Like, this is how much he still was taking. This was taking a massive, like, he, the doses he was taking, like, it would be comparable to somebody that had cancer, like, terminal okay. cancer. And they were in such pain, like, that's, that's the amount of drugs he was taking in. Without yeah, so having weight. There's yeah, probably so lots of demons there then, hey? Eh? Like yeah. A lot of, a lot of like, gonna come I, up. One thing that I learned this year, cause like, I, I wasn't really close to my family, like, my family's from Mexico, I don't know them like that. And like, they don't know me like that either, but then, like, they'll try and like, ask me to send the money and shit like that, you know, like, I don't know y'all like that. I know your family, but that, honestly, that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I value actions, I don't value like, we, we can't control who, who's blood, you know, but that same, the same thing that makes up that person who's in your blood, makes up your friends, you know, if your friends aren't solid, they're both of the same thing that your family is, you know, like, your family's not always going to be solid either. Yeah, you got to kind of rely on yourself first, and, I mean, yeah. look out for those who are looking out for you. Yeah, I was trying to, like, get this dude to take it, but, like, he was just scared, like, I might, when he's here, I might just, like, tell him, like, dude, let's take some mushrooms, let's go to, like, to one of the parks, and let's talk. You know, because you have a lot of, like, things you got to get through. Because this dude, like, my family isn't, they're not, like, a loving family. But my family is fucking vicious. Like, my mom told me that her mom used to, like, beat her up, like, drenched in blood. And, like, she was, like, nah, I never, remember that from my kids, you know? Yeah, that's so, like yeah. yeah, so, I wasn't, like, really, like, I was raised on love, but there was a lot of survival in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of so, generational... Like, yeah, sort and of. like, yeah, and then my brother, like, he, his was worse because he had to live over there in Mexico. Like, he was born in Mexico, so like, my my uncles and all them, like, you know, they they would be on him and shit, just for no reason when he was a kid, just because he was there. And that's just how the family rose like that. The whole family's full of leeches like that. Like, it's your energy, it's your finances. Yeah, and well, he, he's he's no exception. Like, honestly, I the way I see it is like. All my siblings, they they stopped my mom. Like they, it took everything like from her. Yeah. And when I popped out, like it's like shell, you know, like life got to her at that point. Hmm. Like, so I think one of the reasons I see life so differently is because like I grew up with my mom. I saw her like struggle. Like my brother didn't get to see that because like he was in Mexico with the family. She was here. My other sister didn't get to see that because she was. Yeah, my mom was, uh, or she was in Mexico, my mom was here. So, so how many, you have one brother, one sister? I have two sisters and one brother. I'm the youngest. Okay. And all of them were born in Mexico? Near no, two of, them were, two of them were in Mexico. My, my other, my other sister, the one that follows me, 
she was born here as well, but she's like, she is like whitewashed, I guess. <laughs> like she's integrated to the culture. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't care about her roots. She don't care about like her people. Like she's just in her own little world. But she's fucking, she has some issues herself that she needs to get over. She needs, she needs to get over herself. Yeah. Um, Melted into the mountain pot. Yeah, but she would never do drugs like that. So, like, she's honestly, I don't see her as a lost lost cause, but, like, I don't think she so wouldn't do like, drugs like opiates or, like, that's like psychedelics. Like, oh, even, okay. like, even weed, she doesn't touch anything. Like, I don't think she's ever going to be, like, aware, aware, you know? Yeah. Does she drink and stuff? Like, before nah, she, no, she's, oh, well. she's like 28, 27. She's a teacher right now. She graduated from a state college. And she's doing her masters right now too. So I mean, she's doing well for herself and all. She doesn't really need to be. She's married too. She has a kid. But she doesn't really like need to be like. In her eyes, she doesn't need to be doing all that, you know. Like she really yeah. has a good life. But, yeah, sounds like it. But yeah, I don't know. Some sometimes people just need that. Like even if you don't think you do, like it helps just to have the that opening feeling, like you said at the beginning there the podcast yeah. where it just like yeah opens your mind to you know other possibilities that maybe yeah. this isn't the best we can do or you know you see your patterns more and stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. dude so have you heard of you've heard of dmt dmt yeah oh yeah i've, I've got it quite a bit you've done it yeah tell me your experience with that dude i'm i want to talk to somebody that's done that like personally I don't okay. know anyone else I can talk to. Like, tell me your experience. Let me tell you mine. Yeah, tell me yours. I've tried. I've tried to break through plenty of times. I bought this this vape. You can just put like I have the Yo Can Evolve Plus. Yes, I have the. Ah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so I use that to vape it, but I don't know if like it doesn't burn hot enough or like it's burning too hot. Like I cannot get enough to like really go all out. Like. When I do it, I hear like this, this vibration, like, and then mm-hmm. I see like this, this like Harlequin entity like talking to me, like telepathically, like telling me shit. And like, <laughs> yeah, like this is, I, I see like, I'll see her and she's like showing me all these patterns and shit. I'm just like, damn, I'm just like mesmerized. At the same time, I'm like, well, this is cool, but it's not like as intense as I thought it would be. It's not I'm like the like, stories not, that you hear. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just not breaking through. I'm just not breaking through. I keep trying, I keep trying, and I just can't do it. And like, now I'm just like, you know what? Like, maybe they just don't want me to break through yet. I it's, think I need to like, I think I need to like work on myself a little more before I'm ready. Maybe that's why I can't break through. But well, I, I, I've heard, time, I've heard that a lot what? actually. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm not the only one. But yeah. so the one time that I can say that I might have broken through, I cannot remember anything at all. But I I just felt so touched. Like I saw my dad. That's the only thing I can remember is I saw my dad. Like the last vision that I had was just like me like falling to my knees like in some desert with a, with a rifle like on me. Something like yeah. like a war type or some <clears throat> shit. Like so was it a future death or a past death? You think? I like, think is it the future death? I like, it's the death of this body? I think it's this body's death. Yeah. But yeah. Huh. 
Because I, I yeah, feel they're... like in my trips, I've seen like past deaths. But also at the same time, I saw one that sort of, it felt like, like I, I saw like the, a highway and sort of like flashing lights and like snow in the ditches and stuff. So that very well could be like a future death or like, yeah. you know, how I'm going to die or whatever. But I don't know. It, it felt like it already happened in a weird way, more of a memory. No, mine felt like it hadn't happened yet. Okay. Like, it wasn't even, yeah, like. I, I really want to look into like past life. I want to see like who I was in my past life. Cause like I know I have like a lot of wisdom in my past lives. I know that's why like my soul, I'm not 24, like my soul is a lot older than that. I know for a fact I'm not 24, like physically I'm 24, but like spiritually. Yeah. Do you? Like believe in like astrology and and those like life path numbers and stuff like that. So with my culture, um, what I was telling you, like my my mom's side, like deep deep, we probably got like some Aztec thing. I did my DNA test, so like I know that I'm Central American Indigenous and uh, South American Indigenous. My dad's from uh, Honduras, so like Honduras was like Mayan country. Okay. Back then, so I got asked and. From the Mayans, that's where everything originated from. That's like, <clears throat> that was like the original for like the Mexicans, like the, like Mexico area. Okay. Not the Mexico area, what am I saying? South America. That's where oh, everyone okay. originated from. So they all, they all diverged from like the Mayans, the Olmecs. Those are like the OGs. And then you got the Aztecs who were like the biggest, uh, of the tribes. You know, but the Mayans were the OGs. Like they're the ones that had like the, the, the calendar. That was all based on their teachings. And there's, there's a third big one too, isn't there? Like Incas or something? Dude, there's all kinds. There's, there's all kinds of tribes. Yeah. Well, I just thought um, that there's sort of those three big main ones of, sort of So, so what, what they had, they had this thing called like a, a tri, a tri-state like pack where it was three main tribes, but then there was like smaller tribes all around. So there was like, right, Incas, yeah. there was like, you know, omics, the uh, whatever else is there, and and the thing with like with Native Americans is that it's not even just like the Central America, like the United States natives. They also have similar beliefs, just like slightly different different names, but they have very similar beliefs. So with the natives, we believe that there have been five worlds before us, or four worlds before us. So the first, and this is seen in every religion too, like Noah's Ark, the deluge, that's in a lot of major religions. That's always a common motif. With the Greeks, you also have like a, a deluge story. With the Arcadians, you have a deluge story. You have um, Gilgamesh and uh, the Epic Gilgamesh. Yeah. Like, they have a whole Noah's Ark type story. With the yeah, sky. there's always a flood. Yeah. So... What we believe is that there was a first world, and in this, the first world, um, it was, it was destroyed by wind, so like tornadoes and stuff. Okay. That, the first generation of humans was like destroyed by that. Second one was by a fire. So like the gods, they, they made, um, humans from mud, but they could, they didn't last too long. They weren't perfect, so they destroyed them. And then the next ones were made from, uh, I think from wood. But they were heartless. They were, they couldn't praise their gods. They just, they were just machines basically. 
So they weren't pleased with them, so they destroyed them with fire. And then the third one, whoever was left in the fire, they turned them into monkeys. But the monkeys, that's when they uh, did the luge. So that was the flood. And then um, the fourth one, I think we're on the fourth or fifth one right now. I can't really quite remember, but the fifth one, I'm pretty sure they already know how it's going to end. Is that like a nuclear war or something? It could be. The thing with religion is like, it's all interpretation, you know? Right. There's like, like one word can mean 50 different things in, in language. Yeah. You know, like you could have a, like one word can mean king, but it could also mean like, like chief or like protector, you know, like there's so much to think about when you are trying to translate religion. Yeah, easily like, misinterpreted. And all yeah. That. yeah, definitely, definitely misinterpretation. Um, uh, where was I going with this? The, uh, Maya, about Maya. The fourth, um, fourth world, fifth world? Fourth world, fourth world. Um, so, uh, so one of the reasons that we, like, the Aztecs did sacrifice was because they believed that the god, like, so every, every time that the, Humans, the, the world will come again anew. It's a new cycle, right? So it's a different God sacrificing themselves so the world can continue. So with the fifth world, what happened was one God was supposed to like sacrifice himself, like he was with it, and then uh, he chickened out the last minute. And he was like, never mind. So another God went in. So then, but he was like, his private church, he was like, nah, I'm gonna do it too. So he goes in, and now the sun's too hot. So like to protect their creations, they sacrifice themselves, and that's why like our sun like. Uh, has the energy it has. That's why it provides the energy to the universe. So we provide sacrifice because our God sacrificed for us, so we sacrifice for them. So we did like, it wasn't just like sacrificing other people. It wasn't even like barbaric either. Like, you get sacrificed, it's kind of like a, like an honor because you're, you're pledging your life to the God, you're pledging your life to the universe. You know, it's like a higher purpose. When you die, you go to like, you, you get, you get a, a, glorious death you know well yeah and if i mean i wouldn't want to be sacrificed by any means but if you are being sacrificed that means you are something that the god would want you know like you sacrifice value even though like they're killing your life will hold value yeah like it's not you're giving your people barbaric but yeah the thing is too, like every religion has barbaric like tones. Like if you think oh, about yeah. Christianity, when they when they think like the Eucharist, when they do like the blood of Christ, like that's fucking that's that's savage to me. Like you're you're drinking your savior's blood. You know, like, you're, drinking, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're taking a bite of your savior's flesh, like that's that's like fucking weird to me, you know? Yeah. Like, Very culty. I, I was yeah, I, I was born Catholic, like, but I don't, I don't follow the teachings like that, just because I know, like, this interpretation gets, like, phone call, you know? Mm-hmm. All those times it's been translated over and over, and now we have the King James Version, which is our, like, more historical, accurate, you know, whatever, but whoever composed the Bible, they get to pick and choose what they want. There's these things called the Nakamadi Library, which is, okay. like, these things date back to, like, the first 100th century after Christ. So these are like very like these are written around the same time as the New Testament. These are like you know the apostles era. So 
And these are just, just discovered like 20 years ago. They were hidden in a cave in, uh, in the Middle East. Really? Yeah. It's called the Nag Hammadi Library. I don't have to. There's uh, things called the Dead Sea Scrolls. And you know what's so fucking strange is that, have you heard of the Book of Enoch? Uh, I've heard of it, yeah. So the Book of Enoch is like, it's called like the Book of Watchers basically. And it, it tells a story of like, there was these, uh, these things, like the word for it would be like equivalent to demon. But demon isn't like an evil entity, it just means like, it's like kind of like, you know, Japanese lore? Like their demons aren't like malevolent. Or Belenblade, they're just, they're just, like, a different species, basically. Okay. They're, they're not human, but they're not, like, they're not, like, monsters. You know what I mean? It's just, like, translated the demon, almost? Yeah, like, our word for it would be demon. That's as close as we can get to what they were trying to say. Yeah. They were describing their, um, their, uh, yeah. like, whatever the deity was, like, it wasn't human. Yeah. Whatever, like, if it was an alien, whatever it was, like, it wasn't human. And so the Book of Watchers is basically like the Nephilim, like the half-human, half-whatever these things are. And that's when God got mad and like destroyed them. And, but, so this this book is considered non-canonical. This is one of the books that came from the Nakamadi Library. So they consider this to be like, um, like fan fiction, basically, of like scriptures. So maybe like just fanatics that are just like writing about whatever in and it just so happens to be preserved, you know. Like now we're looking at it, we we have no idea if these are like true or not. We don't like we don't know. We well, probably will never know. Well, yeah, that's like in a thousand years if they find our books. And yeah, but I mean, but I mean, it's been preserved for like two thousand years or so. Like I don't know. Like there's a lot of shit we don't know. Yeah, and but what if like Pet Cemetery? What if Pet Cemetery was buried for a thousand years and then they dug it up and they don't speak English and they have to translate it and then they think that, oh, if you bury a cat in a specific graveyard, then it'll come back to life or something. Like, it, yeah. it's so easy to misinterpret something if, you, right, right, if you're translating right. it and then trying to interpret it. Yeah. But, yeah, like, but, uh, I love oh, listening to stuff like that. Stories like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the Book of Watchers, so... Like I'm saying, it's not, it's considered non, like, canon to Christianity. But, okay. there's a canon, uh, scripture in the Bible that specifically references Enoch. So we know, like, Enoch is canonically a real person. Huh. Yeah. Like, his name's in the actual, like, Bible. I don't know. Might even be in the Old Testament, but, like, there's so there's these things called archangels and like these are like the main like of the angels they command the angels we don't know a lot about those we know about michael we know about gabriel you know michael was like the he's like the war angel you know gabriel is the messenger he's the one that that went to the virgin mary to tell her like you're gonna be pregnant with jesus but we also have um like we there's there's seven but we don't know a lot about them we know one of them metatron and that sounds like that's such a weird Metatron? name. Metatron. <laughs> that's that's oh, his it. name. And every single archangel, they all end with an L. Like Uriel, Gabriel, Michael, they all have an L. Yeah. This guy, this is the only one that's like so weird, Metatron. And his name translates to like Enoch. And huh. Enoch is basically like the wisest human like ever. He he is loved by God. He he is called so the God's name in in Jewish Testament, 
Christianity, like the Old Testament, it was Yahweh. His name is Yahweh. Well, I, I'm, I can't say it right, but Yahweh is unpronounceable. <laughs> okay. But, but um, according to like these scriptures, some of these scriptures, like God was considering this kid as like, like Yahweh Junior, like basically, like this human was like so beloved by God that he like skipped purgatory. He skipped everything and went straight to heaven while he was alive. Not when he died. Like, he went straight to heaven alive. Wow. According to, like, yeah. So, so like, like sucked from his body sort of thing? Like, because, like, well, like, because you don't really have a mortal body in heaven, do you? Like, uh, wouldn't it be I more think... energy, or? I, I mean, I don't know how it works in, in his Well, see, so the thing is, like, whoever... Okay, so the thing with, with Metatron is someone had to write about his life. I don't think it was himself that was writing it, obviously. You know, like, yeah, you, you don't take tabs on yourselves like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. you know, it's someone else that tabs. It's someone. This is somebody that observed it. Right. So, like whatever we think of heaven is probably not even like what heaven really is. Like they, they for what all for all we know, like they it might have just been aliens that just took this human because he was so righteous. You know, like we we honestly don't know what happened. But all we know is somebody wrote about this guy's life. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. To live back then, eh? To like actually yeah. experience it and like see all this stuff. Can you imagine it? like you don't like back then you stumble upon a plant that's burning and it's like fucking weed and you're just like it's so intense for you, you start like hallucinating and imagining shit. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, Oh, I guess I'm God like that could literally have just been the start of religion. Do you believe that, um, like the whole Moses and the burning bush thing? That, that that's what it was, right, Moses? Yeah, like there's there's a lot on it. Like for me, I've always kind of seen like religion as like a fool's thing. Like people, and I, I see I see great comments on Reddit. Like Christians love to pretend that they have read the Bible, and people that have actually read the Bible. Like, you know right away if they, if they read it or not, you know? Like, right. most people, they just, they go to church and they listen to the pastor. They have no intention of reading the book. They have no intention of interpreting themselves. They want someone else to do it for them. They don't care. Yeah. That's not a real, that's not a real, like, Christian. That's not being real spiritual with yourself or with anyone. Like, you're not, that's not, that's selfish intent. That's not what, like, religion is. That's not what spirituality is. Spirituality is not selfish. Spirituality should be about giving. It should be, like, we have these four noble paths, or eightfold paths, according to like Buddhism. Like, live like your life like morally and everything. Okay. So, like, I think like when you see God, it has to be like, it has to be unselfish. It can't be like, I'm seeking you because I want something. Like, you have to like be firm with yourself and know what you want and know like who you are because that's going to define like who your God is. That's yeah. Gonna define like, you know, like, my friend, he, he's, He's always like blaspheming God like all the time. And it's honestly so fucking annoying because like, like dude, you've had a you, you have a great life. I don't know why like you're so bitter. Yeah. You know, like I understand your dad like wasn't there for you, but his dad's an RN and he owns like he owns property and this is fucking loaded. Now he's always had his family with him. Like he's always had people saying like watching out for him. Like this is just stop saying sorry for him. So this is my best friend too. <laughs> so he just doesn't. 
or he almost gets offended that people think there's a god. Is yeah, that what I mean? he's one of those atheists that like you know like when Christians like the weird ones the ones with virtue. Right. Like he he's the equivalent of like as an atheist. <laughs> like he's not converting me, but he's always like if someone's always praising God, he'd be like the atheist version. He's like there's no God, ha ha ha. Like shit, like jokes like that. He thinks are funny. Like dude, that's not fucking funny at all. Yeah. Like it's one thing. It's one thing to like curse God and say like I don't believe in you, like whatever. But what's scarier to me is when you go all in, like you know, like this is your soul. You know, if you commit to the wrong God, like this is your soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, because then like, you're giving all your power to that God. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's scary for me because, like, this world, I don't care. Like, I could die. I honestly, I could die right now and, like, I'd be content. Like, I have no, like, ills in this world. I have no enemies as far as I know. Like, I, have, I do my own thing. I don't, like, that's what anyone says. I'm always there for anyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the way I see it is, like, there's money for everybody. You know, more people come in, like, everybody gets to eat, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I see it. I don't, See, like, I don't, I'll see why people see things so selfishly. With friends, family, like. Yeah, just trying to hoard. Like, it's, everybody's trying to hoard yeah, money and hoard we, we property. Never, you cannot take the shit with us. Yeah. Like, you can't take, you can't take these $100,000 cars. You can't take these million dollar homes. No, and if, if yeah. you have a million dollar home, you're probably not even living in it because you're out working all the time. Like, yeah, and your soul, really your soul no is probably like corrupted. Like you're probably not even praising God like how you should. Mm-hmm. If you're that well off, you know, you should be like praising God for having your back for everything. Every decision you made was backed by him, like blessed by him. Yeah. Like every decision that you think you made, that was God's decision. That wasn't even yours. Yeah. You I know, know I'd that's... I'd be thankful and trying to give back somehow, you know. Whether that's starting a business and employing people at a good wage or you know, whatever it is, donating to an actual foundation that does something with the money. Like, you gotta do yeah. something like that. Not just hoard it so that other people can't have it and then, you know, gain status. Yeah. That's just goofy. Right, right. The ego. The ego. Always kind of... I Tell me about your ego. first ego. Can you, can you tell me about your first ego, though? Um, yeah. It was... A pretty mild one. Like, I didn't exactly forget who I was, but um, it was a few years ago. My girlfriend left me. She moved out and took the kid, and I was in a really bad spot. So I I don't remember how much I did it. Probably just, like, two tabs or something. And I was sitting in the living room, and do you know what a, a Taurus is? Taurus? Taurus, that shape that's like a circle that sort of uh, is hollow in the middle. One sec. T O R U S. Taurus. I think that's how you spell Yeah. So basically, it's like the energy. Um, like it would go, I think, in through the top of the head and out through your feet or whatever, and it's just like this cycle of energy. And so I saw that cycle of energy go from like being selfish of myself, sort of like only looking out for myself. And it, it like shifted to the direction that, um, my girlfriend and my kid were. So I was like, took this, 
I don't know, this shield that I had to like only protect myself sort of thing. And it like opened it up and brought it over to them so that I would focus more on them. Um, and so, like I said, I didn't really forget who I was, but it like opened me up that like, I can care about more people than myself. Um, and then I just had like a, a few pretty intense ego deaths. Um, one was when I did the, the five tap or five drops of liquid. And then I was like an hour in just melting into my bed. <laughs> and, um, uh, later on in that trip, I had, I don't know, like sort of became one with just everything and sort of saw myself in other people and like almost envisioned just, you know how, I don't know if you play video games or not, but when you start a new game, it's just like, it's like all fresh. And it, it feels like your birth is just like God starting a new game. You know? And then everything's new from there and building off of that one point. So it sort of felt like we're all just this like singular energy. Um, like, I don't know if it's the collective conscious or unconscious or whatever. And then it's, or like the universe, um, experiencing itself sort of thing through each and every one of the life forms. That's what I I felt. And, and then I saw as I was like sort of coming to the end of this, like ego death experience and visuals and stuff, I sort of saw the pattern of my winter jacket. And then it like sort of brought me back to, okay, I'm Shay sort of thing. And I, I got this like, thought run through my mind of like oh this fucking guy again <laughs> and i was like wait like i don't mind him you know blah 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 and it's like i was like okay with coming back to my body but i don't know I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with the whole like ego death thing like it's almost like shedding skin you know like old skin yeah. you know old habits and all that sort of stuff it, it's like kind of scary because you don't know if you're you know going crazy or <laughs> or whatever but yeah, for sure. Especially with like, we're, we're used to psychosis, basically. Mm-hmm. The only difference between, between us is that we can, we can get out of it after a few hours. But people with yeah. actual psychosis, like, they can't, like, that's their, that's their whole life, you know? Yeah, it's so, almost like you just like lose that, like, path. That's reality. Yeah. But that connection to reality is like gone. Yeah, that's yeah. what's scary about it. Like, there's this quote, um, let me look it up. It, it's like the, the shaman like swims in the river the the psychotic drowns in. Yeah, that <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah, you really do feel like you're going crazy. And um but I guess that and we're and we're consciously doing it to ourselves, you know? So it's like but yeah. it's worth it every single time because like the way I see it, the way I tell people it, what it feels like, it's like being born again, like seeing the world for the first time, mm-hmm. but as an adult, like being able to appreciate it now. Yeah. Because you're old enough to appreciate it. You know, like as a baby, like you, you don't understand what life is. You don't know what's going on. Like you just got out the womb. Yeah. Do you feel it sort of connected you with that kind of who you were as a kid as well? What do you, you know? Like for me, um, I mean, obviously, I had a different mentality as a kid, and like everything's more exciting, and you know, yeah. I, I'm more interested in my own interests rather than like what my group of friends friends is interested in, and stuff like that. And I feel like over time that sort of builds, and then you're 
not exactly paying attention to a lot of the, the things that you would have been interested in as a kid or without like the social conditioning, I guess. So like for me, it sort of like it brought me back to loving biking again, you know, Okay. like I used to as a kid and just like, I don't know, not really caring about, I don't know, this whole just hustle and bustle of the world because there's no point, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I, I, me, I have this asphyxiation with biology. I love science. I love to know like how things work. I love just learning in general. Yeah. And like I had, I just did not have the confidence in myself. Like I, I, I think of degrees as like, like godly, you know, like <laughs> I, I don't know nobody with degrees. Like that's just fucking boring to me. I don't know anyone that's doing well for themselves. Like I don't know anyone to, like that can really give me any guidance, like to tell me like, hey, like, We'll do this and that, Roth, yeah. Ira, 401ks, you know, like, I don't know no one telling me that mm-hmm. shit, like, I gotta learn all of myself, but, like, I'm not, the thing that sucks being a boy is that, like, because you're not pretty, no one gives a fuck about you, like. Yeah, <laughs> nobody will take care of us. <laughs> yeah, they, we, we, we have no worth unless we can provide, you know, a female, yeah. she'll always have worth, like, if she has nothing, she's gonna be called a pussy, and that will always get. <laughs> Fucking, that will always get guys. If you're pretty enough, you can have the fucking world at your fingertips. Uh, uh, give me one second. Okay. Uh, Alright, sorry, man. No problem. Where are we at? I kind of forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something about, like, oh, science, loving something as a kid. Yeah, um, we were talking about ego death, and then whether or not, um, yeah, I guess acid or these psychedelics bring you back to like how you were as a kid or your... yeah. Cause I remember as a kid, I wanted my first dream job was to be a scientist. Like that's where I wanted to be. I, my second would be like a fucking wizard. Like <laughs> I wasn't very Potter and shit as a kid, so I was like, <laughs> it's fucking tight. And I'm still like, even now, like I'm still into that. Like my mom reads cards, and I I'm starting to learn how to do that. Like I'm getting more intuitive with myself. Like I'm I'm. Acknowledging my like spiritual powers, my my third eye, my senses, you know, like acknowledging all that. Yeah, I I think it's cool that people do, and like I I'm doing it too, but it's just like we were taught throughout our whole childhood that like none of this exists. Yeah, it's like just it's woo woo, and it's just you just there's just a Bible that you read, and like that's the way she goes, or there's science, you know. But, like, there's so much, like, that the Bible was kind of built off of. There's so much, like, spirituality that there's so much. We're on a fucking rock floating through space at a million miles an hour. Like, you can't tell me something's impossible. (laughs) Exactly. You can't tell me we're the only sentient life forms. Out of all the millions of animals that have been on this earth, well, we're not all here. Like, you can't tell me we are the only sentient beings in this entire universe. Yeah. In the entire cosmos, there's like no one. That's like a fish yeah. thinking there's no other fish in another pond. Right. It's like oh, that's why obviously there's yeah. other fish in other ponds. <laughs> that's like a fish. There's there's um Plato. I don't know if it was Plato or Socrates. They have this allegory. I don't know if it's if you call it an allegory, but it's basically a story. Like these men are in a cave their entire lives. All they know is this cave. They don't know the outside world. All they know is this cave. So they stay there. Because there's no harm to them. Like, you know, let's say they have like the minimum. They have the food and water. 
and nothing else. Like they they don't interact with anybody. They stare at a wall all day, but they're safe. They're always safe. You know that's. And then one day, like one guy comes out of, the, of this cave and he sees the sun for the first time. Like this is a grown ass man. Just imagine that seeing the sun <laughs> for the first time. And he goes back to the cave and he tells everyone in the cave, he's like, "Hey, like there's a whole world out there." And everyone's like, "No, you're crazy." Have you seen the movie Smallfoot? No. Okay, it's a animated movie. It's it's actually really good, but it's about these yetis on top of this big mountain, and they like their society believes that the mountain is like held up by mammoths or something, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. there's just no bottom, and like it's this whole like I don't know a bunch of lies on top of lies that they're telling their people so that or their the yeti community so that they're not like adventuring down to where the humans are because that's where the danger is yeah um and yeah it's just like i feel like that's sort of not to that extent but that's sort of what's going on with like aliens and stuff they're like hiding it from us because they you know they're they're worried that we'll like freak out or whatever but But you know what i don't think about it Honestly, if there's aliens, that would shake people's religion like so fucking much. Oh yeah, and the whole power like, structure. Like, yeah, wait, like, there's that things would, that can that, travel, and that would destroy. That would destroy like our society if we were to know that aliens are alive. Like, I don't think they could handle it. Honestly, like they, as much as we want to say like, oh, we want to know the truth. Like, I don't think a lot of people can handle the truth. I like, think imagine having that kind of existential crisis, like damn aliens, like. Is there really a god then? Like, what if, like, especially if they're more advanced than us, like, these people gotta, like, have to figure the universe out. Well, that just makes God bigger. You know what I mean? Like, instead of God just creating Earth. Right. Or our solar system. Think about it, think about it from a Christian's perspective. A a white American Christian's perspective. Yeah. You know, like, they're not gonna see it that way. Especially if they don't do drugs, especially if they have this mindset. (laughs) They're not gonna see it. Honestly, they're not gonna see it differently. And it's so difficult to see it differently, like, honestly. I don't think I could do it without the droids. Yeah, I was very close now before I started. Yeah, now like, now that I'm, like, after, like, now I know, like, I, I can, I'm more aware. I don't need the drugs for it. But, like, for the first time, like, I, I can't blame people for not understanding and not even wanting to try it. Like, I understand. It's a lot. It is a lot. Especially when you're young, like. These are just kind of questions that we, if you don't have answers to, it just eats at us like anxiety, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think we're capable of handling whatever we are thrown at, sort of, or like raised on, you know? Because is it really any more, um, I don't know, unbelievable that there's aliens out there compared to we're the only, um, uh, you know, planet with life. Like it's, it's not that big of an idea. It's just that we've been raised to believe that we're the only planet. You know, yeah. like just just from a one, just from Earth's perspective, we've never had like until recently. Um, have you ever have you cameras heard of the, out there or whatever? Have you heard of the Anunnaki? Oh yeah. <laughs> so the Anunnaki, like, do you know that the origins of that? How they created us to mine gold and other yeah, yeah, yeah. rare elements. Like they created us to be like a slave race, basically. 
And like the more the more I read into it, it's like it, it makes so much sense. It like, makes way too much sense, and I hate it. These are these are <laughs> humans. These are humans that are like you know probably coming out of the cave for the first time, and they're mining gold. They don't know what the fuck life is. They don't understand. The Anunnaki, and, even, or or, or the, the first humans. humans. Yeah, first yeah. Humans. So once the Anunnaki leave, like they or whatever, they don't need us. They're just like whatever, like y'all can stay. Like we're. we're our, our creator, we knew our creator. You know, it's like it's like having a dad and just leaves. Yeah, they just bounce. You want to know why? You know. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It just makes way too much sense that we're just a slave race. And but see, see what I mean? Like that. What if that was the truth? What if that was like the truth that we're just a slave race and they're like we weren't created by some higher being? It was just a fucking well, <laughs> think like that would be fucking scary to me. Think about it like this: What would we do if? We went to a planet or, you know, saw that a planet had resources that we wanted, but we couldn't, like, live on that planet. What would you do? I would probably splice our DNA with something on that planet already. And then, you know, go there on our spacesuits and our spacecraft and tell them, hey, blah, 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 we're your god. Go mine this and this and this, and we'll come back every so often to pick it up. You know, that's a lot easier than actually having the Anunnaki fucking there with pitchforks, or not pitchforks, with pickaxes and stuff actually mining it. Coming back you know, like, baby, I sure, yeah. It's just like, that's what we would do. Like, I, yeah. that's what we will do with, like, Mars or something, eventually. Eventually we will mold with, like, the, the life that's already there. Or yeah. the organisms or whatever, like, that's evolution, that's how it works. Have you ever, have you heard of, uh, Carl Jung? Uh, yeah, but I haven't read too much. Like, I've just sort of read quotes of his and stuff, but not actual, like, books so, or anything. So Carl Jung, he's so interesting because this guy, he, just imagine someone on psychedelics that was, that was a, like a, the father of, uh, psychology on psychedelics. Just, just imagine that. That is him. <laughs> because, he had he he had a whole psychotic um disorder like he has psychosis and he understood that so he documented himself and that's how like his teachings have been like universal with um psychology like he is like one of the godfathers of psychology because of that like he had such a understanding of the conscious mind because he lived through it and like I mean, I'm sure there's probably some psychedelic influence there, like if it's mushrooms, maybe like LSD, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't remember, I don't know specifically what years he was born. I'm sure he was probably after, well, he was probably around when LSD was there, but most of the shit probably came from before LSD. If he, if he did try, I don't know if he did or not. I can't say for sure. Yeah. But his, his, his beliefs are very like psychedelic, um, like, there's archetypes there. And his, one of his, um, theories was that there's an unconscious conscience. Things that we don't think about, that we just automatically, like, we know. So, like, you know, when I, when I tell you, like, think of a jock, right away you probably think of, like, some athletic tall guy, right? That's an archetype. Mm-hmm. That's their That's, we have archetypes for everything, so. You can even say the same thing about, like, think of a chat. Or like think of uh yeah yeah, yeah. like, uh, like yeah. even the names you know like you can sort of picture uh, yeah. Chad that so, you've known or like you know so 
all that stuff is things that you don't think about. You know right away because all your thoughts, like they're at the back of it. They've already like had the decision on what you know what your thought is when you hear that word. You know, if you think of a Karen, you think of a girl that, or a woman that wants to speak to the manager. You know, like that's an archetype. And he believed that like we have so many archetypes. And this is like found from what I researched too. Like this is kind of religion. Like we we have snake motifs everywhere. We in um in Norse mythology, there's Jogmander, the the world snake, the Midgar snake. That what did what did you call it? A snaggle teeth? Snaggle tooth? No, uh, the Midgar snake. No, but okay, sorry, I I heard something like um, thirty it, seconds it ago. Gr- Oh, Dorgmander, something like that. Something with a J. Like its real name. Snake? Thor's, it's Thor's rival. Okay. <laughs> Continue. I, I just so, misheard the beginning. So there's always a snake motif. In Christianity, there's a snake that, that, um, gives Eve fruit. In Norse <laughs> mythology, there's a snake that's like engulfs the world. And even in like, um, like in the Mesoamerica, the Aztecs, they had, we believe like our deity, our main deity, our war deity, he is represented as hummingbird. Like the hummingbirds are like, savage as fuck. Like they really? they have little darts in the air, dude. They go up high and they dart at their opponents and they go up like 50 miles per hour. So imagine like a little ass dart just coming at you like that. That's crazy. Like, hummingbirds are fucking savage, and that's my that's my spirit animal. Like I have them carried on my chest and everything. Like I. I pray, I not necessarily pray, but like, like my, I, I ask my spirit animal for guidance every time that I take a trip, any time that I like, just like, just, just when I give praise to God, I give praise to my spirit animal too, like thank you for like, you know, keeping me, like, in a good word with them, you know? Like, so I, how, that's how I see it. How did you come to know that that was your spirit animal? So I'm kind of, I, I have no idea <laughs> what mine would be. So, I was always really into animals, like, I, I love dogs, I got a Shiba Inu. The little mean dog. Okay. Yeah. I have one of those, and then I have this uh, German Shepherd mix. And like I've always thought, like oh wolves, like I fucking love wolves. I was never into like lions or anything like that, but like wolves are fucking tight for me because like they're very like they're close knit, like they're all solid. Within their packs and stuff, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially with like a pack like the the alpha, like you solid with this female. Like (laughs) sure, (laughs) for like. They're like gut someone for him. You know, like these females and, and these animals, females, like they're fucking vicious. Like the, the female lions are the ones that, that hunt. You know, the male lions are just there. Like the females are where it's at. Yeah. But, um, where is it going with this? Oh, yeah, so. So I've always been into wolves. So I was like, oh, I bet my spirit animal's a wolf, whatever. I was never really into it until like after a year ago. Someone just saw me with my mom. I was never really close to my mom. Because like I've had to like grow up so fast. And, like, my thing is, like, you shouldn't have had me if you weren't ready for me. But I understand, like, life is life, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I gotta get over that. I'm still trying, I'm still trying to get over that now. Yeah. It's a little difficult because, like, she, she's never, like, done drugs in her life. So, like, she has all these things she still has on the go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend's sort of going through that, too. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if she feels bad that her mom had her at a young age. Uh, she has. She'll smoke DMT with me, uh, once in a while. Holy shit. Um, but. DMT? Well, we've, 
she has done LSD before. She has you done like mushrooms. She liked it. It's just like she's not interested not like in being gone for eight hours sort of thing. And that's where the DMT is good because it's just 15 minutes. Oh, okay. and it's like a, yeah. She doesn't like do a crazy amount to like break through. But she'll like take a hit from the pen and, you know, have a good trip. Mm. Have an insightful journey sort of thing. Yeah. You know. That's nice. Yeah, it's cool. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my friend to do it. Like he's, we've tripped before. We, we've had many life changing experiences with each other. Like we walk a lot. I remember one time last year we, we took a trip. I took eight grams of shrooms and he took like a half tab of, of these gel tabs that I had. <laughs> very okay. potent, though. They're very potent. And this guy has a, a very low tolerance. Like he'll be out with half tabs. Yeah, it's probably still around yeah. 100, 150 UG. Oh yeah. And then I took eight grams of shrooms this night and it was pretty cold. I just got off work and I live in Fresno, so it's pretty hot here. So I was like, I'm not gonna need a sweater. Like, I'm cool. I was in my scrubs and like, like I'm pretty big, like, so I have like, a good amount of body fat. So I'm usually pretty warm, like, year around. And we were gonna be walking for like six hours, so I was like, whatever, like, I'll be hot. It'll be cool. <laughs> nah, like, it's fucking freezing. And like, I, what I forget is that when you're on shrooms, your body doesn't regulate temperature like it's like it usually does, you know, like when you feel cold, you're cold. Like it's yeah, different. cold sweats even, and yeah, like it is way fucking different than sober. Are you sober, like your body is like in control, but when you're on shrooms, like your body yeah. is like what the fuck. Yeah, you're probably better off on acid at that point. I think. Yeah, a little more so controllable. Like, I like shrooms better. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean uh, they're both great, but. I know, man. Like, I'm an I, I learned guy. a lot from both of them. <laughs> I'll do them both. I, but. I think for me, it's because I don't mind the taste. Yeah, well, that's, that's the biggest thing. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's for a lot of people. I had to grind up like my friends. Like, I'll like, I'll even ask them. Like, I have capsules. I can just grind it up and like put a gram in there. You can see capsules. Like, they're good. You'll feel it too. Yeah, I just. If I'm doing them in capsules, then I have like 50 capsules because I'm trying to take at least five grams, you know. So what I would like to do is like put them into capsules and then maybe put like a drop of acid on them. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too. Have you tried lemon sex? Uh, no, I actually just bought one of those little lemon juice things for it for next time. I've got probably like two grams of mushrooms right now. So I got DMT, right? Like, Probably a month ago, a couple months ago. Okay. I was still at work. Like, I, me, I, I work at an office. Like, I'm fucking bored there, to be honest. I don't do <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, like, I'll just be doing drugs there. Like, I'll, I'll, on my smoke break, on my lunch, I'll just, like, I'll roll the woods and just, like, smoke. And just walk around. You don't like, know, smoke like, a joint or out. smoke DMT? or what no, you smoke a blunt. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. Really. Like, yeah, I'll, like, bring my yoke and vape and just fucking do it in the parking lot. <laughs> Really? They don't know. Like, if they were to catch me, that would just sound like it's fucking like nicotine, you know? Like, they probably think it's a vape. <laughs> if they were to catch me. They come knock on the window, right, when you're taking a haul off of it? Well, because right now with COVID, like, there's not a lot of people in the office, so, like, uh-huh. catch me. like I, I really, like, I already know, like, I'm not gonna, I already know what I'm gonna tell them if they, do, if they were to catch me, but I'm working from home now, so, like, I don't, I don't get to do that no more. Okay. I'll be, like, smoking here in the cover of my home. <laughs> do you smoke but, the DMT often? Like, for me, it's just, like, a once in a while sort of thing. More so, like, a spiritual kind of connection kind of deal. I I just got DMT for the first time. I've been trying for a while. 
like at least a few months. But I just got it like maybe two months ago, three months ago. It was still hot when I got it. It was this year. So uh, my thing is I want to break through and remember it. So like I, that's why I'm experimenting with like how to like take it. Like mm-hmm. I heard that you're supposed to like hold your breath as long as you can and you're supposed to take like as many hits as you can while holding your breath. Like it, it's, it's all process. So what I ended up doing was instead of making like a lemon tech with the shrooms, I did like a lemon tech with the DMT. So I bought, I bought, um, these rue, rue seeds. It's an extract. Oh, yeah, okay. Syrian rue. Yeah, it's an, yeah, yeah. So it's an MAOI. It's an, it's an inhibitor. I took that. Actually, no, no, no. So I got some, I got a lemonade, right? I, I got this, uh, bottle of lemonade, probably about 30 ml. And I put it in boiling water. Like, I had a cup of this mug, this coffee mug, and I put, like, boiling water in there. I put the, the lemonade, uh, container in there. Okay. I had the DMT in there. I had the MAOI. And I'm taking, like, two capsules. So I put about, like, 500 milligrams in them. So about, you know, I took about a thousand milligrams of the MAOI. And then I took whatever, like, how much, however much the DMT was. And, like, the MAOI, it made me fucking nauseous. Like, it, it was the worst fucking, like, experience and I was just fucking puking and every time that I was puking I was like saying sorry and it wasn't even sorry that like oh I'm sorry that I'm like at work doing this stupid shit like no it was like I'm sorry that I'm not the person that I know I can be I'm sorry that I've been like taking so many like uh, detours to where I should be in life like that's what I was saying sorry for it wasn't even like I'm feeling sorry for myself it was you you should be further along than you are you know, <laughs> okay, I had a, a little acid trip after I went to the washroom. Um, <laughs> I walked by the mirror and like I mm-hmm. kind of looked myself in the eyes and I thought like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? It's like, what? The, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I confided myself and I like just walked away. Who do you think you are talking to like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I've heard that the like MAOI like. Has its experience of its own. Um, did you notice like an actual like did the DMT affect the trip or was it more a trip from the Syrian route? So what I made was basically um, something that they call pharmayuska. Okay. So it wasn't even DMT at that point. It was it was like ayuska, but like like a hybrid ayahuasca almost. Yeah, it was it was a hybrid basically. So this is going to be like a fifteen minute trip. Like I was having visuals. But this was like ongoing for like four hours at least. Okay. And I was like puking throughout this whole time. So I'm just like drinking water. I just feel fucking like just like my body is just like decaying. Did and you feel like, like you were purging? Like was it ex- Yeah, yeah exactly. that's the perfect word. That is the perfect word. It was ex- expurging out like all like my negative like thoughts, my negative emotions, all the negative energy that I've been carrying. Yeah. It was like expurging all that. Like I just felt so fucking good after. Like, no matter what my body went through, I felt so fucking good after, spiritually, because I knew, like, this is, like, a turning point. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing bad at all. I'm not, like, I honestly think I'm doing pretty great for myself. Like, I'm, I'm 24. I'm a homeowner at 21. Like, wow. I got no, I got no car payment for my car. I got my food suit. That's awesome, man. Like, yeah, and, like, I did all this by myself. I have no one, I have nobody to, like, you know, like, look out for me like that, like I said. But, what was it going with this? Um, that we were talking about the Syrian Rue. 
and expelling negative energy. Yeah, so I'm saying like I I'm doing pretty well for myself, and even then I'm just like, dude, you could do a lot better for yourself. Like that's how I feel. Like I I feel like, like when I talk to my friends, like I I I, I come at them like, what's up, king? What's up, queen? Like it's not like a hey, bitch. It's not like I I respect my friends in a different way. Like I I lift up my friends. Yeah, you sound like a very empowering like person to be around. You know, like uplifting. Yeah, and it's and it's because like I know that I like for myself. I know like I have humble origins, but I I know I'm a fucking king. Yeah. We like, all are, like, I think. Know, you know <laughs> not maybe not all, but like no, there's, I think there's we different. all are. We honestly, we all are. Like every human life has value, even if we don't see it. Like there's always value in life. Like you, you're a human for a reason. You could have been, yeah. you could in this life, you could have been a dog, you could have been a roach, but you're a human. Yeah, for sure. You know, like you, you get to, you get to enjoy and experience this life. Yeah, I just more so meant that there's a lot of people that aren't that don't really have that i don't know leadership passion or whatever but i mean that that's kind of beside the point anyway you know what like it's because you have no um they don't have a confidence in themselves right i think lsd would help a lot i think lsd not lsd but psychedelics in general i think is what this generation needs yeah you you see more in yourself like it, yeah, and like, like I don't think it's in an ego boosting way, but like just in a, you know, because you're also losing that ego. You're like, you know, connecting with everybody, but you also see the power within yourself and within your friends and within like everybody around you. And for me, it yeah. sucks because I just see so much wasted potential in myself and in just society, the way it's run. Like it, it be done a lot like, better. Yeah, like I, amongst my peers, like I don't honestly. You ever seen Narcos? No. You should watch Narcos, dude. Like, you got Netflix. I think you got Netflix. Yeah, I've seen it on there, but I haven't watched it. You should watch it. It's fucking tight. And this is all based on true shit. Like, my people are fucking savage. Is that like the cocaine stuff? Yeah, that's like, Narcos is like, so it started in Colombia. Colombians, they started like cultivating like the, the cocaine. Okay. And they just kind of, they, they made their own like business actually. They were selling to the Mexicans. The Mexicans were distributing everything worldwide. So 80% of the world's cocaine and meth was coming from Mexico. Or, I, I mean like, you know, obviously it was, it was made anywhere else, but like Mexico was like the one that was distributing it worldwide. Right. It would funnel through in there. Yeah. So like, do that though, you gotta pay off a lot of people. So oh, like, yeah. these people, they're paying off officials, they're paying off like, the presidential, their, their presidential um, race was more or less influenced by five anarchos, like the bosses. And like the main, the, the godfather, his name is uh, Fidel Criado, like his thing was like bosses only talk to bosses. <laughs> like that's how I feel too, like, at the same time, like I know like, you gotta give people chances too, you know? Mm-hmm. Because so, bosses like, had to come from somewhere too. So. Yeah, like the, my mentality is like I I know I'm a fucking king. Like I'll I'm a if I talk to you, I'm gonna need you to know like you gotta come at me like with full confidence as a fucking king yourself. If you want like uh what do we call it like an audience with me, you know? Yeah. So I feel, but not even like in a in a bragging type way because like I feel like I I'm giving you the same respect, you know. So that's what I expect back. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. 
I think that a lot of people just don't see it within themselves, you know? And you know what it is? I think it's, it's social media that's just like, we compare ourselves to anybody else. We only post up what's good. Mm-hmm. You don't post up the bad, you know? Like, yeah. If you got your car restored, you don't see nobody posting that shit on their fucking media. Like, oh shit, it's not a car restored. What's up? What's everyone else doing today? <laughs> like, yeah. doing that shit. You get a new car, that's all over social media. Your shit gets repoed, nobody fucking knows. They still think you're driving that from a year ago, but if you haven't had a car for a year, like, you know, yeah. social media has, like, just corrupted us so fucking bad that we think this is the shit we need to be happy, but it's not. Well, especially and stuff we- with, like, Instagram, where, like, you're not even posting real pictures of yourself. Yeah, you know? like, like, it's... Whatever else. Well, with filters and with, you oh, know, okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and a- everything's an advertisement. So it's just, I don't know, I mean, everything's selling Park? something. Sorry? Have you seen South Park, like, the newer episodes? Uh, no. Not not the newer seasons. I'd like oh. to start watching them, especially the Dude, coronavirus one. I love South Park so much because, like, they're, they have social commentary on things that, like, go on. Like, if you watch an episode, like, it's, it's stupid humor. But when you actually pay attention to it, like, it's, it's so fucking intellectual. Because, like, you see them, like, all oh, these people are so fucking stupid, but it's literally what people go through in real life because they're fucking stupid, like. Yeah, they play off current events. Really it well. shows, it shows realistically how serious people are, but in a hyperbole way. But yet, like, I, knowing people, like, it's not even that hyperbole. Because it's like a, an animated show, it's down, it looks hyperbole, but like, I'm gonna see I can see going on for real. Yeah, I, Simpsons is kind of the same. Like they, they, I don't know. Simpsons is fucking amazing. Their writing is fucking like magnificent. I was watching. I got Disney Plus and I started watching The Simpsons again. I, oh, I, yeah? I used to love that show when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite shows. And the yeah. first like eight seasons or so, like they're all pretty good. And after that, that's when I kind of lost interest. But, like we watch them and now I'm just like, damn, like. Pay attention to it. Like these stories are fucking on point. Like these stories are fucking. These stories hit way yeah, better than the writing today. Yeah, most of them are pretty relatable too. Cause yeah, and the thing is, like now you can never make a sense now. Like imagine everyone has cell phones. You know, like a lot of that shit was because of like the culture. Yeah, it's because true. it's so relatable. Like Homer was an everyman. Like he's just the average American. He somehow. Made it, you know, you're stupid as fuck. No college degree, <laughs> has a whole family, a whole house, doing pretty yeah. well, going on vacations, going on stupid trips. Like, that's the American dream. That's the real American dream. Not like, you don't need money to be happy, you know, you, you gotta be happy to be happy. That makes yeah. sense. It probably doesn't, but whatever. No, I. It doesn't make sense of it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Money will make you happy. Like it might relieve stresses, but eventually you'll make enough money that, like, you know, you'll buy that dream car, and then all of a sudden the next day you'll be looking for the next dream car. You know, like it's exactly it's like just, you're never satisfied with what you have. Yeah, be happy like, with you what you have, a, and you'll be happy. Yeah, you buy a house, and then like the first thing you do is like check out the neighborhood and see which house is better than yours. You know. Yeah, like what what renovations you have to do or whatever. It's like, you right. just bought a house. Like you, 
You, you Enjoy. Can have like a car. You can have a car that's only like five years old, and you're always speeding on like a brand new Bentley that just came out. Yeah, people like, trade in their vehicles every year. Like, yeah, like, what are you doing? You're just getting into debt further and further. Exactly, exactly. Like, and they don't see it. Like, they don't see these cycles that they make for themselves. And I was watching these YouTube videos, and like, it, it's really true. Like, what I was like seeing, like we, the mentality that we have, like the poor man. You get the poor man. Sorry, can you repeat you know, that? Like, the mentality. The poor man, be, the poor man begets the poor man. So like, you follow in your father's footsteps, right? Like, people follow like their dad is like the role model. Okay. People, they want to live like they want to make their dad proud. And the thing with that is, if if you fail, you don't live up to your dad's standards. That's because he was more of a man than you were, right? But if you base yourself on greater men than your father, if you fail, if you only amount to half as much as the men of your dreams that you look up to, whether that's like historical figures, whoever it is, you know, Alexander the Great, Abraham Lincoln, whoever it is, whoever you bother yourself after, if you only amount to half the man that you see that role model as, then you will at least equate to an equal man to your father. You know, you don't mold yourself after men before you because then you have um you have expectations. You mold yourself after great men. So if you right. don't follow in their steps, you make your own. Yeah. Huh. That's a cool way to think about it. Like it's a kind of a blessing too. Like I used to be so mad that I didn't have a back that I I I lost out on a lot. Like saying the word father, like I bet I have said that word maybe a thousand times in my my twenty four years of life, maybe less. So did you like you didn't have a dad at all or he just wasn't around or <clears throat> So like my dad he had <clears throat> my mom had me. She had me here. He was in Honduras, so we went back for a couple of years. He wasn't like he wasn't a good dad, he was a crackhead. He was like kind of crackhead crackhead, but he was like being coached. He was like Taking my mom, he was just, he wasn't he wasn't great. He wasn't someone to look after. He wasn't someone okay. to look up to. So this was like around the time when I'm eight, I'm in you know, I'm Fresno at this point. He hits up my mom. He's like, hey, like I want to see my son. I miss him. Like I want to want to spend time with him. Like he should have his father around him. So he guilts my mom to like bring him over. So she pays for like the traffickers and everything. You know, she, it's her own money. And she doesn't work. She don't got papers. Like so she had to scrape up for this. And she did it for me. It is for me, and this dude fucking leaves within a month again. Shit. Like this nigga fucking uses me. This nigga give a fuck about me. And it's one thing where like you don't grow up with your dad as cool, but when he comes into your life and leaves again, that's like damn, nigga. Like you do not give a fuck at all <laughs> about me. Like you're a fucking savage, but you know whatever. That's your life. That's fine. It's yeah. it's a little blessing like for me because like. Seeing my friends trying to look to their parents' expectations, I'm just like, I, I've never had to, I've never listened to anybody, like, my mom, my sister, I've listened to nobody, because I have no role models, like, I, I, I don't, it's gonna sound kind of bad, but it's like, I don't, like, I have respect for a lot of people. Okay. You know, like, if that makes sense, like, I'm not gonna disrespect people, but, like, I don't, I don't see, I don't value their opinion, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because they haven't, like, shown that their opinion is really... 
like my mentality is it broke me, I can't tell me shit. <laughs> you know, like if I'm doing better than you, like I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Fair enough. That's I mean otherwise it's just all talk in a sense, right? Like you don't want to get advice from somebody that never did that particular thing or has yeah, no exactly. idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, it's just it's their input, it's their fantasy yeah like happen like no like i don't actions speak louder than words i don't care about words i want actions yeah we've all been lied to but exactly like i don't people like they always want to get close to me and it's like i don't i don't people are temporary you know like if if you want to be close to me, I need to make no. I I need to know that you're solid. I need to know that you're not a temporary person in my life. Cause I've had plenty of people come in and out. Like I don't need to open myself up to that. So, are you interested in like having a family and like having kids and stuff, or are you Dude, I, more I, I honestly think I would be the perfect fucking dad. Yeah. Because like I got two dogs. My I have a German Shepherd. Like this this one used to pee. Just if you touch her, she would pee in the house. Like, she was so nervous. Really? And I, and I got her since she was a baby. So, like, when I first brought her home, she would not stop crying. She was, like, eight weeks. She would not stop crying. She was in my arms the entire time. She was still fucking whining. You know? So, like, she's just a crybaby. <laughs> and, like, most owners, they would have been like, fuck this guy. Like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, she's always staying in the fucking house. And it's not even, like... In a certain area, it's like anywhere, like, and I had like the pads out and everything, and she's still doing it. And this has been on for like two years. I've had her for two years now. So she's good now. I can touch her and everything. She won't pee. I can pet her and everything. It's cool. But most people don't have the patience for that. Yeah. Especially like, I'm like, right, most I think people would have been like, fuck that, you know, like, so you they, kind of they see a dog, time. they don't see as like a, a commitment. They see as a dog. Like I see these as like these are life. Mm-hmm. These are creatures. They are in my care. So it's more so just about like finding a good partner first, kind of deal. Yeah, Which Wait, I see is... it a lot. You keep cutting. You no, they. Most guys will fuck anything in a skirt. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And like you know, we're both males. We, we know. Like, it's so easy to get, like, distracted so easily with women. Like, even, even ugly bitches, like, if they got big titties, <laughs> it don't even fucking matter. Like, these, <laughs> that's the thing with guys, like, we have nobody. We, girls, they have, um, treasure trove of just fucking men with social media telling them they'll give them all their assets and shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, these, these guys here can't offer that shit. <laughs> I mean, if they're being truthful or not, who knows? But these guys aren't going to be offering that shit. They're not putting pussy on a pedestal like that because it's so, like, common for us. Uh-huh. Well, I no. think in a partner, like, when I when I look at a partner, I think, I, I look at her and I think, what are the traits, what traits are you going to pass on to my kids? Yeah, definitely. And you're like, yeah, you're beautiful, but, like, how's your soul? Like, do you love your parents? Do you love your family? What are your goals? These are things I want to pass on to my kids. Yeah. Like, for me, I'm not going to waste my seed on anybody because, like, I know my worth. And I can't say that I, I knew it a year ago. But I can't say because of psychedelic like They opened my eyes to my worth. I used to not think really highly of myself. I thought, even though I was in the same position a year ago, 
I used to always say, like, even out loud, I would just be like, oh, I ain't shit. And I would say that out loud, and I would believe it, because, like, I'd be doing scummy shit. Like, I'd be... I was talking to this girl, and I really, I really liked her. But looking back, we would not have been a good relationship. Like, she she has a lot of growing up herself to do, and I have a lot of growing up myself to do. I'm not ready to commit. Like, I'm, I want to live life. Right. You know? I want to live with somebody else, but I also know that, like, right now, I'm not trying to be serious. I just want someone I can live life with. So basically, I want to fuck buddy. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of that, I'm just, I'm keeping celibate. Like, I'm working out, working on my body. I'm working on, like, everything on myself. So when I do find that person, I can say for, without a doubt that I know I'm the man that I want to be. And I think you're the girl that, I think you're the woman that I would want to be with. I think the audio is cutting out here. Can you hear me? Yeah, the audio is going a little wonky here. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened to you there. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, where were we? Yeah, this conversation is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, how much time do you have left? Before you have to work today? If you want to cut it, if you want to cut it whenever, do like, I'm always here to talk. Well, I'm just wondering, did you say you had to work today? No, I'm not today. Yeah, I'm not today. Okay. Yeah. Well, any um, experiences you want to talk about? Like, I don't... Did we talk about your DMT experiences, or...? Me too, next time. What's that? You're down to the Oh, yeah. Whenever whenever you're done, like, let me know. I have plenty of stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're at hour 44. Um... Up to you. We can keep going. You know, actually, my brother just got deported like a couple months ago. Man, this audio is not working good. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we've been on for two hours though. Like maybe. Yeah. The universe telling us to like cut session one now. Yeah, we'll we'll call you there. (laughs) Yeah. Next time, I'm always I'm always free. Like I have so much more like that I've learned that I want to talk about. So like. There's this thing called the Maya Veil, and that's like the, that's what the Indians call it, the Maya Veil. Okay. That is the physical world. It's, it's all an illusion. Pain and misery, it's all an illusion. That's the Maya Veil. And it's so interesting that the Indians, way in the Eastern world, call it Maya, and you got the Mayan people that were so accurate with their astrology that it shocked the Spaniards with how accurate they were. The money yeah. that they had, it shocked the Spaniards when they got there. Like, they were in disbelief when they got to Mexico. Well, and about more than just that as well, eh? Like, they, they fucking knew a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, so we, ah, oh man, like, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, like, I, we'll, we'll start off the next one with this for sure. Alright, sounds but, good, man. Uh, let me let me research some more too. Just let me know whenever you have time, because I would love to talk about this. Like this shit is so fucking interesting to me. Yeah, and I I mean I love talking, I love doing this. So, um, and I'm laid off now too. So actually, on do you like uh, two temples on the Facebook page? Because uh, there's like a book now button too. If there's any like time that you want to like talk like you can just book a time and then i can make sure that i'm free for it whenever you have time like i'm always free 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, you said you're working from home now, or? Yeah, dude. Even like, I honestly just stay home and play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. I do, I do the the minimum, and then I just start playing games. Like, <laughs> well, you already have a house and a car, so might as well, eh? Yeah, for real. Enjoy that time off. But yeah, man. Like, just whenever, just let me know. Sounds good, man. It was nice talking to you. You too, man. Have a great Thanksgiving. All right. You too, man. Be safe. Bye. Bye. All right, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Mauro. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the show and check out all the conversations with the awesome guests we've had in the past. If you have anything you'd like to share on the show, email me at twotemplespodcast at gmail.com or send a message on Facebook or Instagram. The best way to support Two Temples is by sharing the show with friends and on social media. Thanks, Mauro, for sharing, and thank you for listening. Ciao for now.